0: hey this is chris and welcome to another episode of unpopped kernels here on popcorn finance where we discuss finance in about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn a couple of weeks ago i got some help from mandy aka mandy money and one half of the brown ambition podcast to answer a question i received from stephanie about how to ask for a raise at work mandy gave a lot of great information but there was one tip that didn't make it into the final cut of the episode, so I saved it for one of our Unpopped Kernel sessions. So I want you to go grab some popcorn as we hear one of Mandy's favorite tips, and I also share a bit about how a previous employer tried to shortchange me, so I think you're going to want to hear about that. Plus, you're going to be getting some great bonus aggressive vacuum sounds in the background of this recording. I hope you enjoyed this bonus conversation.
1: Here's the number one way to get a raise, though, no matter what is happening in the economy. It's getting a competing job offer.
0: Oh, I I love that idea.
1: When you walk into your boss's office and you're asking for a raise, what's their real incentive to go out of their way? They have to like do things outside of their normal work routine, they got to talk to HR, they have to send emails, it takes work for them. Okay. So what's the real incentive they have, other than you have a great work product, and maybe they like you and they want to retain you. That's great. That's what a great manager, that's all they would need to want to give you the raise that you deserve, right. But unfortunately, some managers are just not that proactive when it comes to going to bat for their workers. But you really get their attention when there's a real chance of losing you, which means you have an actual job offer in hand and you're saying to them, another company is offering me X. Are you able to match this? I'd love to stay, but I can't lie. You know, given my pay here, this offer is really tempting to me. So my advice would be if you make your case. It always helps to have a competing offer. And in my opinion, even to have more than one offer on the table, that is the best possible way to go into a negotiation being really strong.
0: Mandy, I have a story for you. This exact thing happened to me. Oh, fun. I was working at a job. I've been there for about ooh, getting close to four years. The person who was above me, they, they ended up retiring. And so for about three or four months, I was working in that role, kind of like taking over responsibilities. And before she'd even left, I had already really assumed most of the work. She was kind of on her way out. So I assumed, you know, hey, look, there's no one else here that knows how to do this. I'm obviously the next successor in line. Of course, they're going to give me this job. But, you know, they took their sweet time. They let me sit there, do the job for a while. And then when they offered me the position, they offered me a lower version of it. They downgraded the job, cut the pay to a lower level and offered that to me. And I was like, well, what's going on? You know, this wasn't what the job was before. Like, oh, well, because of these reasons and, you know, because of your experience, we, we feel it'd be more appropriate to bring you into this level. But at the same time, I had, I had hated this job. So I've been looking for other work at the same time while all this was going on. So they they gave me this lower role. I was interviewing at this other place and I got the job. They offered me the position at this new, new place. And so when I came into the office and told my boss about it, like, hey, you know what? I want to let you know. I got a new offer. I'm going to be leaving that's when all of a sudden, well, what can we do to make you stay? What if we do this? Maybe I'm like, I'm thinking you could have done this six months ago, but you now that the pressure's on, you're deciding to all of a sudden jump through hoops for me. And so I 100% resonated with what you're saying. And I've seen it in practice where having some other option puts a lot more pressure on them and a lot more incentive on them doing something for you.
1: Heck yeah. Because I mean, at the end of the day, they're thinking, well, Chris isn't going anywhere.
0: Yeah, exactly. What
1: else has he got? So let's give him a reasonable, you know, what we think is a reasonable raise, and he should be happy. Yeah, That's why I'm so passionate about giving people the confidence that they need to pursue other options and always stay open to other opportunities, because there really is no better leverage when it comes to the negotiating table than having another offer, someone else saying, we think she's worth this. You know, we think he's worth this. So that's great. That's why I'm a huge fan of passively job searching. So even if you're happy, quote unquote, with where you are now. I would always be out there letting people know about my work so they can find me. And by they, I mean recruiters or hiring managers so they can reach out to you for opportunities. Have those conversations. Find out what you're actually worth in today's market, especially if you've been somewhere for more than a couple of years. It can be a lot more than maybe you were hired at. You know what I mean? So always stay looking. The acronym that I use is ABL, always be looking for (laughs) your next opportunity, even if you're you know, quote unquote, happy where you are hundred percent.
0: For me, that was like one of the biggest things is having the confidence, like you're saying, confidence in yourself and your abilities that you are valuable because sometimes you just kind of get in, you're yeah. like, I'm just doing a job I'm doing what I'm paid to do. This is nothing special. This is what you should be doing. And you kind of start to almost like kind of downgrade yourself in your mind. And then when you do that, I know for me, it was like, well, you kind of just lack the confidence of going out there and asking for what you're worth or seeking better opportunities.
1: Yeah, for sure. And also it it makes you feel good when you see when you get the feedback from someone who's not your employer. Like, I mean, it's yeah. one thing to it's it can be flattering just to get, you know, invited to interview for something. But then once you go through the interview process and you're like, oh, that wasn't as bad as I thought or actually. <laughs> I kind of I'm doing kind of great here. That's what gave me the confidence throughout my that's that's actually why I ended up staying. I was a senior content director and I ended up staying at that company for 5 years. I was interviewing throughout those 5 years, but the more I interviewed, it was helping me better understand my value within my company and even giving me ideas for other ways that I could grow within my company based on the types of duties and responsibilities that the, you know, those prospective employers were telling me about the role that was there and even helping me realize oh maybe I should be putting myself up for a VP promotion if this company is interested in, in me as a VP. You know, those conversations are are crucial and yeah, it's all about it's really a lot like dating if we get down to it. It's like, you know, when you put yourself on the dating app and you're like, oh, these people are swiping. Which way is it? I don't know. I'm an I, old I lady now. Either. Old married. <laughs> swipe the positive. Right? Swipe right is good. I, anyway, you're right, swipe yeah, on right. your profile. <laughs> yeah. You know, it gets a little, get a little flattering. You know, you feel a little cute. <laughs> it feels <laughs> the same way when it comes to, to job interviewing, for sure.
0: If you want to hear more from Mandy, go and check out her incredible podcast, Brown Ambition that she hosts alongside Tiffany Alice or go and visit mandymoney.com. Also, I have a quick update from Stephanie who sent in that question that was a whole reason for us having this conversation. Stephanie messaged me over on Instagram and she said, I just negotiated a $21,000 raise with my company and they gave it to me. Not only that, they're also going to give me a higher commission percentage. First of all, congratulations, Stephanie. That's huge. I always love hearing about people making more money. And I hope for all of you listening, this encourages you to take some of Mandy's advice and make sure that you're getting paid what you are definitely worth. As always, I appreciate you all joining me here for yet another bag of popcorn. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins.